Star Wars 7x7 episode 2044. Today we're going to take a break from our look at Clone Wars episodes and talk about Star Wars news that's been hitting the airwaves over the last few days. So it's a news roundup episode here, a potpourri episode if you will. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So right off the bat, I want to flag something that I posted on the Twitter account for the show. That's at SW7x7podcast. There was a story in The Hollywood Reporter recently about Ashley Boone Jr. He is a person about whom I have never heard up until yesterday. And... You know, when you talk about the history of Star Wars, a couple of names that pop up in terms of who actually got it to be successful, who championed it behind the scenes when it seemed like this was the most ridiculous thing. Alan Ladd was one of the guys who you hear about at Fox, and then Charles Lippincott doing a lot of the marketing and so forth. But Ashley Boone Jr. is somebody else who was also deeply involved in the promotion and strategy for the original Star Wars movie, as well as The Empire Strikes Back, it turns out. And so there's a great profile on him in The Hollywood Reporter, and I linked to it at the Twitter account for the show, so I hope you will go check that out. It's a really amazing profile. All right, so let's talk about other Star Wars news that's dropped. Bob Iger had his Disney earnings call earlier this week and spoke about the future of Star Wars, and I have the clip here of that portion of the earnings call. So here is Bob Iger talking about the future of Star Wars. Star Wars front, uh, we're, as I had mentioned in previous calls, we're taking a bit of a hiatus in terms of theatrical release. We finished the nine episode Skywalker saga and we're developing both television and features. The uh, priority in the next few years is television with The Mandalorian season two coming in October and then more coming from The Mandalorian thereafter including the possibility of in infusing it with more characters and the possibility of taking those characters in their own direction in terms of series. And then we have a prequel to Rogue One and an Obi-Wan series also in development. So the priority for Star Wars in the short term is going to be, I'll call it television for Disney+, Plus, and then we will have more to say about development of theatrical soon after that. So there you go, Bob Iger from Disney. And... It's interesting for what it says and also what it doesn't say. First of all, apparently the launch of Disney Plus is a huge success and The Mandalorian is a big part of that. And the Baby Yoda situation is also a big part of merchandising stuff. And it's going to be part of their plans going forward. So, you know, I think I've said this on the show, but if I haven't, you know, kudos to them for keeping the secret of Baby Yoda and not getting merchandise in the pipeline and bypassing the potential for Christmas sales in order to keep that secret. I mean, I think that was a remarkable choice, but I digress. The deal with The Mandalorian is that we're going to have season two in October, but it's rather big news that they're talking about 
characters coming onto the show and then potentially being spun off into new shows. So they are looking at The Mandalorian as their feeder system, as the situation that will lead to future success potentially on the Disney Plus platform, which is a very good thing. And hopefully the Kenobi and Rogue One series will work for that as well. Now, it's probably, oh gosh, you know what? I don't want to say that it's probably less likely with one or the other of those two shows because who knows who's going to show up in them? What kind of characters could end up crossing the paths of Cassie and Andor and K2SO and Obi-Wan Kenobi in their series? But those obviously are still a ways down the line and no mention from Iger on the call about the foo that happened with the scripts for the Kenobi series and all of that. Just continuing onward, and actually Ewan McGregor was on Good Morning America not too long ago talking about how excited he is and that they're just, you know, tweaking the scripts and whatnot, so all is still well behind the scenes, at least according to what they're telling us right now. Swinging back to the comments that we just heard from Iger, though, about the movie side of Star Wars, the theatrical side, if you will. He says that there's going to be news coming about that, and there was supposed to be, in theory, in January, and we still haven't heard anything yet, so supposedly it's still coming. I did go digging around, and as far as I can tell, the last update to the theatrical release calendar for Disney was in November of 2019, and it's still showing an untitled Star Wars film in December of 2022, so that still hasn't changed. That being said, something that we've talked about on the show previously this year is Ryan Johnson and Knives Out and the potential for a sequel. Well, Lionsgate the film company that put Knives Out out, <laughs> if you will, just said that they are greenlighting the sequel to Knives Out and that its production start is imminent, like it's about to happen soon. Ryan Johnson said not too long ago that one of the first things that had to get going was a script, so the fact that they're saying that production is imminent could mean that he's going to start working on a script very soon and because of what we had talked about previously with Knives Out and the notion that this might actually be the way things go down, that his next movie would be the Knives Out sequel, well, that seems to suggest and to reinforce what I've said previously that the 2022 Star Wars movie can't be a Ryan Johnson film just from mere scheduling logistics. So the jury's still out on that one. Maybe it's a Taika Waititi movie. Maybe it's going to be something else entirely. Don't know yet. <sighs> Project Luminous, we are still waiting for information to 24. That's the big date, February 24th. So hang in there for just a couple more weeks and hopefully we will learn more about this initiative. There is one other bit of Star Wars news I want to flag and unfortunately it's sad news, but just wanted to share it with you anyway and I will talk about that after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. 
So a gentleman named Alan Harris passed away recently at the age of 81, and Alan Harris was not somebody that I had heard of, so I was very grateful for the opportunity to learn a little bit more about him over the past couple of days. He was most prominently featured in The Empire Strikes Back, where he played everybody's favorite Trandoshan, Bosk. Yeah, that was him in the costume, and he was not just in the boss costume, he was also apparently part of the mold or helped me make the mold for Han Solo and Carbonite and also for Boba Fett's costume which ultimately was worn by Jeremy Bullock. Going backward to Star Wars, he played multiple roles in that movie including a rebel officer on Princess Leia's ship and also a stormtrooper. Moving forward to Return of the Jedi, he didn't actually wear the boss costume in that movie, but he did serve as a stand-in for Anthony Daniels, C-3PO of course, and you would think, well, you know, he did his bit for King and Country in the original trilogy and that would be it, but he actually was invited back for The Phantom Menace and served as a stand-in for Terrence Stamp in that movie. And he did a number of appearances at conventions for, you know, autographs and photo opportunities and so forth, which is how it came across my radar. So for Alan Harrison, also for Ashley Boone Jr., who I mentioned earlier on the show, who is also no longer with us, but he passed away many years ago. As we say here on the show, the great theologian Meister Eckhart once said, if the only prayer that you said was thank you, then that would be enough. I hope you will take a moment today to say thank you for the lives of Alan Harris and Ashley Boone Jr. and what they contributed to Star Wars and making it a reality in our lives. So that is going to do it for the show here today. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the galaxy you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.